Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. That's an awesome weather forecast. <laughs> Those of you on Twitch right now, by the way, I am taking advantage of the 72 degrees by flashing my pale, reflective legs in shorts. I have unleashed legs upon people. Somebody who's working on his tan right now down in Florida. One of the play-by-play voices for your South Bend Cubs. Season starts, what, April 5th? Is Am, am I right with that date? You got it, Jim Arizari. Awesome. Beautiful, I, beautiful I Davenport, Iowa. Yeah, Quad Cities, right? That's right. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of become a tradition of, uh, of the last few years that we start in Davenport, which is fine. There's a... Uh, there's a great breakfast place right next door to that hotel, so I will be yeah, hitting that up every day, more than likely. There you go. You've got, we've got something to look forward to now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, his name is Brendan King, by the way, and uh, and yeah, he's down in Florida taking some time out of uh, out of his vacation for uh, for some dumb reason to help me out today. Uh, many many thanks for that. Um, they finally signed Bellinger. Yeah. Well. I think the hope, at least, of my inner Cubs fan growing up was that they were going to surprise us at Cubs convention with a little Cody Bellinger action, Uh. but that didn't happen. But it did happen to where on, I think it was, what, the eight-year anniversary of Dexter Fowler getting the surprise signing in AZ, they get Cody Bellinger. So that's got a little rhyme or reason to it, which uh, which is pretty cool. Now, I think it's a, I think it's a great deal. Um, I think it benefits all parties, even the party of Scott Boris. I think he got what he wanted with the flexibility of the opt-outs the first couple of years, Jim. And yeah. also, to me, I, you know, it's kind of funny. I'm sitting here with my dad right now. We were talking about this on Sunday. Of it also gives the Cubs flexibility in a way of, you know, if Pete Crow Armstrong goes out there and you know shines in AAA to start the season, and he gets called up and he ends up having a better year than expected. That also gives the Cubs a little flexibility of, hey, listen, you know, we got Bellinger on this option. Uh, we, we got options here of whether that's Cody or whether that's Pete. So I think all things aside, um, it gives the Cubs a good look in center field. Of course, Bellinger, National League Comeback Player of the Year, slash line of 307, 356, 525, 20, uh, 26 homers, 97 RBIs. Looked like Dodger Cody Bellinger. Yeah. So. Well, he did, and he got off to the great start. And, you know, to me, it was just a matter of him staying and looking more comfortable out there mm-hmm. because I think the Cubs hitting coaches, first of all, did a spectacular job with him in Arizona, just getting him comfortable. And then second, yeah, as even though there's a new manager this year and Craig Council, I, I thought David Ross did a fabulous job with him. Yeah. Um, just, 
you know, it, we could get into that a little bit later. Of, you know, did Ross necessarily deserve to go? I, I don't think so, but it, you just benefit in council becoming your manager. But council's a guy that's been there. I mean, council mm. went through the big league struggles. He played in the World Series. He understands exactly what sometimes regression looks like. Bellinger certainly regressed in L.A. But now, again, you had that season, as you talked about last year, Jim, where you know, he's vouching with 30 bombs close to it. And um, I, I think it's an amazing thing what the Cubs did with that contract. Yeah, I, I, I kind of felt the same way about uh, about David Ross. Like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have picked that move happening. You know, like I, w- I was pretty darn shocked when it did. <laughs> like I was sitting there in my mm-hmm. in the office at home and just go, "Whoa!" Uh, as I'm sure most Cubs fans did. Uh, but the you know what you're getting, you know, you touched on it too. What you're getting in a in a manager like Craig Council, not only stealing him away from a rival, <laughs> but yeah. also, uh, I mean that it's just a total plus for them. Yeah, it is, especially in a division this year, which uh, the Cardinals are trying to win the 2012 World Series right now. <laughs> They're signing every 35-year-old dude there is. They just signed Brandon Crawford. Yeah, they did. Uh, so <laughs> it's crazy, and hopefully it works out for them. I mean, I, I have a lot of respect for the Cardinals and what they do. I love Nolan Arenado. I started my career with the Rockies, and I didn't get to know Arenado at all, but just – hearing what people said about him in Colorado. I have the utmost respect for him. I think Paul Goldschmidt's a great player. But, Jim, it it is a weaker (laughs) NL Central. There's no doubt about it with, you know, we'll see what the Brewers look like. The Reds, to me, are still a little too young. And, you know, the Pirates are still on their way of their long rebuild. So this division is well in play. you got a guy that knows the division well. And I I didn't talk to him for long, but I I met Craig Council at Cubs Convention. He shook his hand and said, Hey man, welcome! And he was he was super friendly, and that's to a minor league broadcaster in the organization. He did not have to take five minutes and talk to a minor league broadcaster in the org. So I can assure you that the guy has, at least from what I can tell, no ego, and I, I think he's the right guy for this team. Just because 2024 to me, Jim was always the year that you can say, okay, we we did our work, we grinded along. 23, you took some decent steps. Let's go win. And to me, that's that's where we are right now. Brendan King from the South Bend Cubs joining me right now on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Um, going, going, just going back to the whole council thing. Um, just between you and me, how surprised were you that they made that move? Like, it, that's not the typical Cubs move, you know. To answer your question, very, and I answer that question as not somebody that works in the org. I answer that as just a just a baseball guy. And mm-hmm. like you said, I, yeah, I mean, when, when that news dropped, I, I love David Ross, and that guy's going to be a Chicago legend until the day he dies. Oh, yeah. He'll never have to buy a drink in Wrigleyville again. <laughs> nope. I, we, anybody can assure you of that. But maybe it's just because of since really, well, you know, in 17 you, you, you lost, but you had a decent run, and, you won the division in 20, but that was pandemic year. Really, since 17, there has been no true run, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe that, they, that 
look, 17, I graduated college in 17. I've been out of school for close to seven years. You know, that's, a, that's a long time ago. Um, so maybe internally, and again, I have, I have no conversations with them. I have no knowledge of this, but maybe internally they just said, look, that's, that's a long time. And maybe it's time for something new. Maybe it's time to be aggressive. Um, and even though maybe it hasn't been the most aggressive off season, to me, there's a lot of time left. The way that baseball works today, Bellinger is the only Boris agent to sign, it seems like, and maybe the rest of them will come soon. I don't know, but I still think there's a lot of time left this offseason where there could be an aggressive personality approach where, to me, I don't think Jed's done. Uh, Cubs, by the way, tying the Cincinnati Reds today. That is a final from Mesa, <laughs> Mesa Arizona. I hate spring training ties. I hate that. <laughs> Well, we can we can send you out. You can go up. You could say we're playing, boys. We're playing twenty today. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> we are playing till somebody wins today. Ugh. Ties in general, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of either. But uh, you know, either either the uh, the athletic type or you know the the kind that you wear around your neck. Um, so. <laughs> You, you touched a little bit on 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 free agency and Scott Boris and and his client, you know, and, and Bellinger basically being the only Boris guy to have signed so far. Um, mm-hmm. Why is the hot stove league just so boring now? Like I remember it being a lot more fun than this. You're preaching to the choir, brother. I I, I don't know. I, I really don't. Maybe it's just the changing time of the game. Maybe it has something to do with. Uh, the, the commissioner's relationship with the owners and maybe it's about money that that you and I have no business speaking of because we <laughs> can never even imagine that type of money, right? right. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I truly don't. I don't know if Boris has too much power. I, I, I really don't. Um, and I would love to put my finger on it of what exactly it is, but that's a question that somebody way smarter than me and all of us is going to have to answer because it Look, Jim, I feel like even – so I started with the South Bend Cubs in 2018. And even then, I remember that offseason, the Cubs signed Darvish. And that mm-hmm. was like just as the calendar was turning to February. And mm-hmm. that felt late, right? Yeah. We're, we, it's about to be March. Yeah. I, is it going to get to a point where it's going to be opening day? If five years from now, guys still aren't – we're heading in that direction. I mean, I think somebody was kind of joking of it, but, like, Boris is going to have to start his own spring training site for his guys because his own academy. they are sitting on their couch. <laughs> his own spring training academy. Could you imagine? I, I could, actually. <laughs> I, I could imagine the Scott Boris training academy. Do you, do you buy the argument at all that maybe it's the TV money? You know, just mm. the uncertainty of that, with uh, especially with streaming, you know, like baseball's going to have to figure out streaming. Um, like, do, do you buy the argument that that no owner, no owner whatsoever, besides uh, the owner of the Dodgers, is spending money because of TV money? Yeah, maybe uh, that could be it. I mean, a totally different sport. But stay with me here. I, you know, working in Indianapolis in the off season, mm-hmm. I know people with the Pacers have had a hell of a time trying to figure out what's going on with with the channel they're on and mm-hmm. you know i i don't want to throw anybody under the bus here but you know that channel has struggled nationwide and i yeah. think there is a plan to address that 
Um, and I know a lot of MLB teams are on that particular company. So it could be. Uh, you know, um, I know, Mar- you know, for instance, Mark Key, the Cubs Network, uh, which, you know, Max Tolman and I are lucky enough to call games on, you know, they have introduced a streaming option. So, you know, for example, my folks who are down here in Naples, um, you know, they have Marquee at home. We're from Chicago, obviously, so when they go home, they can watch us. But uh, if they really wanted to in, in Naples, they could they could also order Marquee on the stream. You know, that's, uh, yeah, that's something Marquee is, to my knowledge, pretty independent from the rest of that. Uh, that that's worked out good, so maybe that's something to follow. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just look. Is it as simple as just lifting the blackouts? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, just, I, we, like are, the, uh, you, you, we mentioned we mentioned yeah. the, the the poor folks in in the Quad Cities. What do they have? Like seven blackouts? They can't watch seven teams. I mean, at least I mean, I, Jim, I'm going to be working the Indianapolis 500 in May, and well, people cool. in Indianapolis can't even watch the race. There's a local yeah. blackout for the race. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it that that's crazy. That is that stuff is truly crazy. Well, that's you know that's all to basically push the limits of getting people in the gate and make the attendance number just look huge. So right. you know, I I I live down there. I grew up there, so I I know all about yeah. the race being on tape oh, delay yeah. and all that stuff. I remember I remember when the Indianapolis Five Hundred. Back in my day, uh, you had to wait until like some random night, and they would show it at like eleven thirty at night. <laughs> it was just randomly dropped in there. No, no prior uh, announcement. Very uh, like a very quick one, you know, like like right before a newscast coming Sunday, you know, that sort of thing. Just <laughs> real quick in and out, and it's just like, oh, cool, the five hundreds on. And it was always like two months later. It's like what's yeah. what's the point? What's the point of this? I, I wonder if I wonder if Heli, I wonder if Elio won today. You know, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> Brendan King from the South Bend Cubs, and apparently also the Indianapolis 500 radio network, um, which uh, that's that's pretty damn cool, quite honestly. Um, joining me here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, we're talking a little bit of baseball, and. Um, what do you what do you think about the Cubs this year? Like like you you've you mentioned how how the Cardinals are signing every thirty five year old available and God the the guys at obviousshirts.com <laughs> had just the best graphic on Twitter today of uh, right. of the Bush Stadium sign but it's AARP Stadium instead. <laughs> I was just like oh bravo gentlemen bravo yeah. Yeah, Joe at uh, Joe at Obvious Shirts does a great job. Big shout out to him because he always he always hooks us up in South Bend with uh, with some gear, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it starts, and I I know that this isn't an ideal way to start it from a baseball perspective, but I think it starts defensively, Jim, because Dansby and Nico coming off Gold Gloves, Ian Hapson a Gold Glover, Seiya Suzuki has been so good in right. Obviously, you keep Bellinger. To me, this is the best defensive team in baseball. So you start there. I think Christopher Morrell is going to play a great third base because Council is giving him the chance to play every day there, which is, by the way, his position in South Bend. And he was as reliable as a third baseman with us as there was. I mean, I'll never forget. I mean, he dove into the rain tarp for a pop fly. He almost went into the crowd, Jeter style, trying mm. to go after a line drive. I mean, the guy is a psycho in the best, <laughs> descri- the best description of the word. Um, you know, I think uh, – I think Miguel Amaya and Jan Gomes is a great 
tandem behind the plate. It's Jim. It's a matter of being able to come up with timely base hits this year because the bullpen has also been upgraded. I think Shota Imanaga, the left-handed signee from Japan, is super underrated. That guy was filthy yeah. in the World Baseball Classic. Just disgusting. Um, and getting to watch, I'm going to Arizona in March, so I'm looking forward to watching a bullpen of his, hopefully, because I want to I want to see that dude stuff live. I mean, that it looks absolutely filthy from what he can present. So, yeah, Jim, again, I think it comes down to being able to come over timely basis and, and Bellinger being back helps you out. I think as well, there's still some kids coming up from the minors that are going to be able to help you. I mean, Brennan Davis rocked a, a bomb at spring training the other day. I realize spring training is such a, uh, a difficult topic to discuss because look, if a guy has a great spring, does that mean he's going to have a great regular season though? Right. But Brennan Davis is finally healthy. I mean, you may remember he was rehabbing with us last year as late as August, mm-hmm. right? So he, he really struggled from an injury standpoint, but him coming up, um, you know, Alexander Canario, I think, is going to play a role for this team. There are six, seven viable outfielders that the Cubs can have. So, yeah, I think bullpen's fine. Rotation's good. Defensively, they're the best team in baseball. Can you hit the ball when it matters? To me, that is the question of the 2024 Chicago Cubs. If they, uh, if they you know, happen to, you know, pull the impossible I'm, I'm putting quotes around impossible because obviously uh you know it's no longer impossible they've done it but if they pull the impossible of um mm-hmm. of, of going all the way do they give any credit to david ross you got to you like got you gotta to. you gotta give him a ring right oh, oh yeah i mean this is it's a it's a totally different situation jim than rick renarina joe madden yeah, Rick Renneria, you know, did uh, was that the most fair thing that ever happened? Mm. No, was Joe Madden the guy? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, did did David Ross set you up for success? I think that answer is yes. Uh, is Craig Council the guy that finishes it? To be determined, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, if if God willing that occurs, I think you owe a lot of credit to David Ross for rebuilding this thing because. Um, you know, he, he, again, he started strong. I mean, they won the division his first year, right? I mm-hmm. mean, so um, I, I think he, he is owed a lot of praise. There's no question. Meantime, I can just sit and just stare at, like, a White Sox news page, and it just doesn't get updated for, like, a week and a half. It's... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, when... <laughs> As, when you're when building some, a new stadium, yeah, yeah. When building a new stadium is uh, talked about more than your baseball team, <laughs> you are uh, you are you are struggling. Do they do they wind up getting that money? Do they wind up getting the stadium money, or do the Bears get in? I, I don't know how they. Reinsdorf's asking for a billion. Yeah, uh, for, and that's just like base, right? I mean, there's so much more that goes into it. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know where that comes from or what. He's doing, but uh, they're in trouble, Jim, because, uh, you know, talking, you know, I'm pretty close with David Kaplan and, and talking with Cap, they have less than five years left on their lease at the cell or whatever yeah. it's called now, mm-hmm. uh, guaranteed rate. And uh, five years in ballpark terms, Jim, is a very short time. So they're in trouble. Do, I hope this isn't the case. Do they turn into the A's? Maybe. Maybe I, I mean uh, Vegas. 
Vegas obviously wants a tenant of the, uh, I think it's the Tropicana Hotel parking lot. Right. Uh, that's what it is now. <laughs> and uh, if it, and if the mayor of Oakland is going to continue uh, begging them to stay, uh, Vegas uh, Vegas wants a team, and uh, they're they're probably going to get one. So who it is, I don't know. Vegas would be so much better off getting an expansion team. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Like, like you, you no look, fire you, baggage. Yeah, I mean, you look at the. I mean, hell, just the difference between um, between the, the the Golden Knights and the Raiders. Like, I, I know I know some people out in Vegas, and they were like, "Yeah, whatever with the Raiders." The Golden Knights are my jam, and they're you know head to toe all year round Golden Knights fans, and sure. it, it's it's just like you know, oh, the Raiders are here too. So yeah, in that uh, in that spaceship. Known as a football stadium, it's it's crazy. I always likened it more to a Roomba. So, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's that's really good. That's really good. Uh, Brendan King from the South Bend Cubs. Season starts April fifth, and of course, every game here will uh, every game will be here on Sports Radio nine sixty WSBT. Uh, you you working on the tan? How how are are your legs reflecting light like mine have been, or have you been in Florida the last? like at least a couple of days well i got here on sunday we went to uh the red sox spring training game yesterday in fort myers so okay. we're not working baseball i'm watching baseball i guess but uh we are uh we're going to the panthers game tonight uh they play the sabers and uh that, there's no sun available there so we'll try and work <laughs> on that tomorrow and thursday all right brendan king uh, go enjoy the rest of your vacation you just just hang, hang up rudely with me, quite honestly. To be to, no, <laughs> I, I I could never, I could never. I'll see you soon. All right, bud. That is uh, that is Brendan King from the South Bend Cubs on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Like I said, April fifth is when the uh, the season starts in Davenport. So uh, the uh, the Cubs going to be taking on um, the uh, the Quad Cities the Quad Cities River Bandits. So. It's almost here. Like, you know, March Madness is almost here, and baseball. Like, real, real honest-to-God baseball is almost here, too. I can't wait. I can't wait. The 72 degrees that we've had today is just a total tease. A total tease. And then for it to be taken, <laughs> like, at midnight tonight, gah! Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 